It's Cindy's choice to be brave and make a difference. Cindy here. And thank you. Thank you for being here as I continue this destitute to destiny story as I'm actually stepping into this amazing destiny. And it's just incredible because there's other folks kind of stepping in with me. And that's a lot what I felt like, like felt compelled to share about today because we just had our first guest in the studio for, uh, you know, an episode where you know, we have a series with guests. So be sure and check that out. And it felt so good to have someone else in the conversation. Now, stay with me here. How this, uh, you know, I have a radio platform. I've been on local radio in Chattanooga, Tennessee, which reaches into Cleveland, ten ten Tennessee, and down into North, da North da Dalton, North Dalton, Georgia. And I've been on uh, radio now for, shoot, I think over three years I'm working on. I'd started at a very small station and then went over to a major cumulus media station. And my platform there, I loaded up with guests. It was, uh, I have this concept with Cindy's Choice, cindyschoice.com, check it out, where we're collaborating, we're supporting small businesses while we serve the community. So I was adding more and more businesses and I used the uh, you know, platform for them to come on and we didn't talk about our businesses. No, we use the platform to help the community to talk about nonprofits and uh, spotlight different events, fundraisers and so forth like that. So people were getting to know who they were. It's, oh, you know, you can only talk so much about what you do. And uh, we didn't, you know, they were endorsed because Cindy's Choice is super selective. They can't be a Cindy's Choice if they're not integrity centric and they're not experts at what they do and really care. So we don't need to sell them. And they don't, you know, they're, they're not self promoters. That's why they like Cindy's Choice. That was our way of contributing to the community by using the platform to, um, you know, include the community and and I love it too because it's live and it's you know real-time connection uh, with the, the community but the key thing there is lots of people and I loved just absolutely loved filling the studio up and you know the studio is small it's uh, comfortably there were four mics and you know we could fit four people you know, one at each end, two in the middle, and then, you know, you've got the big window in front of you and the producer on the other side. And I tried to fill those chairs for every show, and we had great conversations. And it was just so social. And like for my clients, it was, for the most part, the only face-to-face -face time we would ever get. It was like, so it was kind of my office in a way. It was also my living room. <laughs> And it was just such a wonderful experience. And I, I'm, I've missed that so much because with COVID, you know, Cumulus Media, their major national uh, corporation, and they had to make across the board decisions. And immediately we had to start doing um, our shows remotely. And that was a big challenge for me, but I got through that. And at first I was uh, including, I was still loading up with guests. That's what I was used to doing, but I was including them on Zoom. But I got to tell you, uh, we kind and no offense against Zoom, the Zoom's great, but we got Zoomed out really quick because a lot of the, you know, even the people that would come on with me on a regular basis and they were really good on radio, it was just coming off very kind of, oh, for I, stale. I don't know. We just, that energy wasn't there. 
and uh, the the conversations just weren't flowing and uh, it was really, really hard. We couldn't spotlight nonprofits because nobody was having events. And it kind of pushed me. It pushed me in a really good direction because everyone had been telling me and pushing me and saying, Cindy, tell your story. You need to tell your story. And I'd been on, uh, I had a regular daily show for a while where it was just me and on it, like on a smaller station. So I'd had a little bit of practice at just, in, you know, that solo on the radio and engaging the community directly. And it just kind of pushed me to start doing that because working remotely and there, there's all kinds of, of challenges that happen. But then quickly I recognized that was a good direction to go. And, but that's a lonely direction to go. And it wasn't just that, because uh, even when the studio was open, even if you did a solo show, there, you know, the producers were there, there were people to interact with and so forth like that. But I miss that camaraderie of my shows. And that's what everybody loved about my shows. Uh, you know, there was like major city officials and business leaders that would, after the show, they were like, that was so much fun. You know, can I hug you? And I'm like, yeah, that's like, because they're used to sitting down and getting drilled with questions. And they were used in a lot of cases where, you know, someone was drilling them with questions, but not even listening to the answers and responding because they were so much focused on their notes and what they'd prepared. And, you know, just kind of, in it, that's very stressful. I've been on lots of those interviews and that is really hard to just have questions just kind of nailed at you like that. And the conversational style and like I said, the, you know, the camaraderie of the kind of creating it like a living room uh, just was really special. And it's been a really, really big adjustment because you know, we were an hour on the radio and I did several shows a week. And then, you know, we would get there early and we'd hang out in the green room and, you know, have a little bit of exchange. Then, bam, you'd have three minutes because one show was ending to get in the studio, get set up, have the show, and then three minutes to get out of there and, you know, get you know, really 30 seconds to get out of there so the next person could get in there to do their show. Well, the conversation continued. You know, we'd hang out in the green room some more. Uh, we'd end up in the lobby a little while. Then we're out in the parking lot. We're still talking. It was just such a great, you know, uh, networking kind of just a great experience. And I've missed that so much. And, but then, like I said, it was a good thing. It's a good thing that I got pushed to, you know, go solo on the radio because now I can do a podcast. I've had plenty of processing with the community you know, live here in Chattanooga. So it's just easy for me just to come back on here and just start sharing with you the way I've been sharing with them. Yet, it was so nice today because I got to like someone else in the conversation and we'll have a lot more. We're going to load up the calendar with a lot more guests, uh, especially uh, the businesses, the integrity centric business owners of Cindy's Choice, but a lot of community leaders. I spoke with our, our local police chief here. Um, oh, we love hearing from police chief Roddy and we're doing some other uh, creative things as well. So I just was, you know, appreciating uh, having others to conversate with and and having a platform to offer authentic conversations. And that's, we, we kind of got led that direction in that conversation. It was uh, Lonnie Marcus. She's one of our, she's in our agent exchange at Cindy's Choice. Uh, she's a realtor uh, on, you can find her on cindyschoice.com here in the Chattanooga area. And it's Lake Homes Realty that she focuses on, which I love that she has a niche. And 
you know, we kind of got taught to talking about, you know, the whole conversation kind of thing and how difficult that can be because, you know, I was talking, I kind of, I don't know what got me that direction, but I was talking about how easy it is to hate and the courage it takes to love because it takes courage to communicate. Uh, it takes courage to compromise. It takes courage to collaborate. Uh, you know, love takes courage. And that's what I'm here to do is I, you know, leave with love and we need more of that. We, but it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. And it's really hard to communicate honestly when, you know, you're, you're not sure how you're going to be perceived. And we've got to get comfortable in those conversations more than ever, because that is, we were, we were talking about kind of the concept of Cindy's choice where I, you know, I get to do what I love. I'm the, I get to be the relational side for very operational businesses. And it's, you know, you've got to have that balance in any relationship. And if it's a business, business relationship, you know, there's, if to have success, you need that kind of more analytical person focused on details and getting things done, then you need that more creative over there kind of balancing. Well, I'm a creative and I'm relational. And that's what I get to do on behalf of the operational businesses. And that that got us kind of talking about that because it kind of a lot, you, you know, not everyone, you know, has that personality to go engage in the community and join things. And show, it doesn't mean they're bad people. It doesn't mean they don't love people and want to help and want to contribute. But that's, you know, we've got to have conversations about that and communicate that, that people love in different ways. And, but that love has got to be demonstrated. And that's a lot what we're doing with Cindy's Choices. I'm demonstrating the love <laughs> that these business owners have for the community and other business owners. They want to support small business, you know, in general as well. At Cindy's Choice, we support small businesses while we serve the community. So everybody's helping with everything. It's a subscription model. It's really cool. Check it out, cindyschoice.com. But as I, uh, you know, got to kind of share that with her and we're talking and I got to share with her too, that's what Landon and I, Landon, you'll hear me refer to Landon. Uh, he's my podcast producer, but our creative director at, at Cindy's Choice. And that we're creating different series because there's so many things that need to be talked about authentically. There's so many uncomfortable conversations we need to learn to have. And I've kind of, I, I think that's one reason maybe it was good that I went kind of solo on the radio for a while. Because, uh, you know, I can, it just, I'm authentic. I can't help it. I'm always kind of apologizing to people that I didn't prepare. I said, sorry, it's a waste of time because I'll prepare and then I get there and that's not what comes out. I'm sorry. It just, you know, I got to roll with, you know, what it is at the time. And it, it's kind of uh, uh, confusing to people, but people like it and they encourage me to keep doing that. And so I've been talking, I've been having these difficult conversations for a while because if you go back and listen to like, you know, the highlights of my story or the, the first uh, 20, 24 uh, podcasts that I did, um, I'm coming out there with brave things and, and talking about real things and real issues that are hard to talk about. I don't like talking about how, you know, that I was that 
you know, good girl attracted to the bad boys. And, you know, I don't like talking about all those mistakes I made in the past. I don't like talking about my just horrific childhood with my psychopath mother. I don't want people thinking I'm hating on my mama. You know, it's like, no, I'm not. I'm just stating facts because there's other people that have experienced uh, similar circumstances or way worse. Um, and, you know, they need to see how I've managed to uh, recognize how I was conditioned, you know, from those um, experiences and that I've transformed. And I have a new incredible life. And the reason I can go from destitute to destiny is, you know, because of me having the hard conversations with myself. <laughs> but you have to sit in on some some difficult situations and hear things you don't want to hear, hear things that are painful. You know, it, actually, through processing on radio in real time, uh, I've actually had like real time revelations of things I did not like realize before. I realized it, but it just went like more in depth because I got that opportunity to dig in and share. I never, um, you know, each time I share, I, I peel off another layer. I go a little deeper and I'm going in, you know, deeper than I've been before and sharing very raw, uh, very, very raw, painful uh, kinds of experiences that, you know, I'm getting this in, incredible enlightenment about enlightenment about and I want to help others do the same. Because that's and it's not like, you know, I, I talk about, you know, I end every show lead with love, seek first to understand. And it's not like, you know, me being so badly conditioned for life in the in the environment that I was raised in. I mean, y'all go listen to the highlights of the story you know, the first eight, like 18 or so episodes of, you know, psychopathic mother that hated me. I was abused. I was exploited, you know, mentally, physically, emotionally abused. I was abandoned. Uh, you know, I went, I went without food. Um, and again, like when I say exploited, my mother made money off handing me off to pedophiles. And that conditioned me pretty poorly. So I was making some pretty like bad mistakes, but it didn't, you know, I still had to be accountable for that, even though I couldn't help what had happened to me early on. But at some point, I did get to a place where I was recognizing a cycle and thought, Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, I'm repeating a cycle here, what's up here, and I had to take responsibility and make some very hard choices and sit through some hard conversations where I had to listen to some truth that I didn't really understand at first, but I stayed open to it, even though it was painful and I wasn't seeing it. And then in time, I now I look back and go, oh, whoa, I see what they were talking about now. <laughs> I look back at, you know, those crazy cycles I was in and just these, these you know, horrible situations of, of being homeless and, you know, on the city streets and being abandoned and just, you know, why do I keep attracting this same kind of person? Well, that had something to do with who I was. And I needed to get that figured out. So we're, you know, no one's going to transform. Um, in, in our society, you know, it, it starts in our communities, we, we got to start here. And it really does work. You just got to start it starts with each of us. You know, in, in right here, it's starting with me. And that's why I've started Cindy's Choice, so that we can make an impact. And we are primed to make an impact right now. And we want to get those conversations 
going and get uh, people comfortable with talking about things that are really hard to talk about. Uh, y'all, we've, we've just like with Cindy's Choice and we're balancing that operational with that relational, we need to do that in our society. We've got to find common, common ground. And, you know, I remind folks, it's easy. It's so easy to hate. You know, it's, it's so easy to hate. And if someone with a platform, that's propaganda is a real easy way to build an audience. And I've just been determined to stay authentic and, you know, and focus on the good and fairness and unity and collaboration, because that's the only way we're going to get there. It takes diligent effort, persistent effort to get there. And we're starting that with Cindy's Choice in, in a business realm, but we want that to overflow into the community. And uh, we, you know, there, I don't doubt for a minute, uh, we're, we're doing a show, a live show uh, where we're focusing on millennials and we'll have a podcast series about that. And that's a lot what I want to do there is uh -uh, stop talking you negative about this like incredible generation of people that are doing amazing things. And um, I'm like, let's, let's, let's change the narrative right now. And I have great faith in the millennials and the, the Z generation that follows them because there's, uh, there's more um, variety now. They're coming with a new perspective. And I am so excited and can't wait. Be sure and watch for those podcasts because I am so excited about what our future holds. It's incredible. To, don't speak doom and gloom. Listen to me. Turn the TV off. Listen to more podcasts. Find your positive podcast and know that our future is in wonderful hands. But we got to do our part. We can't be spreading the hate. You, you no. Know, Spread the good, spread the love, and focus on that. And I'm telling you, it, it's it, just follow Cindy's choice. <laughs> we're we're going there. I'm telling you, you when you understand my story, that destitute to destiny thing, and it, each time that uh, you know I've overcome one of these major life obstacles like homelessness alone on the streets with absolutely no one. You know, I had to navigate my way out of that situation on my own, very vulnerable, uh, very um, dangerous situation. Talk about like a predator environment. Yet I come out of each situation more and more empowered. And you business owners know, you know, building a business, you know, getting to the point that I've gotten, people are like, Cindy, with Cindy's Choice, or how are you doing this? Because it's hard. Statistics aren't well for the success of businesses. Um, over 85% before COVID did not make it over five years. It's tremendously difficult. You've got to be brave. You've got to have courage to own a business. And especially, you, you've got to have courage if you're going to have integrity and build something that's really going to last and make an impact. So you just got to keep tuning in. But for today, I just felt compared to share like it's, it's so good to have others in the conversation, but I'm going to keep coming at you and sharing, sharing more insights with Cindy and sharing more with you of this journey of this destitute to destiny journey. So I appreciate you tuning in and you know what I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you, I love you. I love you. And I want you to get out there and lead with love. Seek first, seek first to understand and go make good choices.